Hi, my name is Mark, and welcome to the Living Room Podcast. The Living Room is where we have conversations about house church, microchurch, and what it looks like living the everyday mission of Christ. Hey guys, it's Mark. I'm back again with another episode of the Living Room Podcast. I am very excited about this episode. It's going to be different than the episodes that you've heard in the past, and it's going to be different because it's just me in the living room today. There are no guests, no interviews planned. It's just me. So it's me sharing my random thoughts. Actually, they're not too random. Uh, but there are thoughts and things that God has been doing in me over the past couple weeks that I just am really excited to share with you and just kind of want to express to you. And hopefully what I'm going to share in this episode uh, will be helpful for you personally as a, as a disciple of Jesus, as well as be helpful for you as you seek and live and make disciples of Jesus. And so I kind of want to take you on the journey um, in this episode of what led me to this point of just doing this podcast episode where I'm just sharing with you the things that God is teaching me as it relates to discipleship and disciple making. Because really this podcast is is all about how how do we help one another live the everyday mission of Jesus. And that that begins with us following Jesus, right? That's what this is. It's about following who he is, who Jesus is, what he's told us in his word, and living that out and sharing that with others. And so let me just start by saying uh, I've been in my personal time in God's Word. I'm going through a Bible reading plan. It's a two-year Bible reading plan. And uh, a couple weeks ago, I was in the book of Jeremiah. And my scheduled Bible reading for that morning, for one particular morning, was Jeremiah chapter 35. And in this chapter, God tells Jeremiah to go get this group of people, bring them into basically the temple, and offer them wine. And these people are brought into the temple. Jeremiah offers them wine, and they refuse. And they refuse the wine because they do not want to disobey something that their ancestor had said hundreds of years earlier. And so they're strictly obeying, like they're set on being obedient to a command that their ancestor gave them hundreds of years earlier. And so God is using their obedience as a contrast to the disobedience of his own people. It's as if God is saying, look how how they take great care to obey the commands of an ancestor hundreds of years later, and yet you, my own people, will not obey me. After all that I've done for you, you still will not obey me. And that really hit me, and the Spirit of God was really just very present in that moment, kind of a holy moment for me in the Word and with Him. And I wrote down in the margin of my Bible there next to Jeremiah 35, two words, obedience matters. And so I just kind of paused, and I started thinking about that for a moment. I I started thinking about what God had said to um, his people and how he had used this analogy, if you will. And I just want to read a couple verses from Jeremiah 
35. In this episode, I'm just going to read some passages of scripture, kind of talk. I don't really know exactly where we're going to go with this. I just am burdened to share this with you, and hopefully it's helpful for you personally as a disciple of Jesus, and hopefully it's helpful, and, and you can walk away uh, from listening to this episode with some tools that you can maybe use and apply in your own disciple-making conversations. But but here we are in Jeremiah 35, and, and let me just, just read something that God says to his people. He said, I have spoken to you persistently, but you have not listened to me. You did not incline your ear or listen to me. And then he says, this group of people, they've kept the command that their forefather gave them, but this people, my people, you've not obeyed me. And that's where I wrote right next to my, in the margin of, of next to Jeremiah 35, the two words, obedience matters. So begin thinking about that, just obedience and how we don't really hear that talked about much anymore. Even in disciple making world, I don't hear the word obey a lot. But as I began to think about different passages of scripture that deal with obedience, the Spirit of God led me to the Great Commission, which most of us, if not all of us listening to this podcast, that's so near and dear to our hearts, the Great Commission. And that comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 28. The classic statement of Jesus to his disciples, he says, go therefore and make disciples, right? And they like, yes, make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. We're like, we have that part down. We know that. But there's a part that Jesus, something Jesus says that also in this great commission that I don't think it's talked about enough, if at all. And it's at the very end. We even will highlight where Jesus says at the end of the Great Commission, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So we hit the make disciples part. We hit the baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit part. We hit the part, hey, I'll be with you always, even to the end of the age. But we completely miss where Jesus says, teaching these disciples to obey all that I've commanded you. There it is, that four-letter word. Jesus says a four-letter word. And it's obey. And I was thinking about that. Just sitting actually on the floor of my bedroom as I was reading Jeremiah 35 and then going to Matthew chapter 28. And I'm like, wow, Jesus here is teaching in the Great Commission. And I've thought this before. I've I've thought about how often obedience isn't talked about. But it, two weeks ago, it just really hit me the emphasis of, of how important obedience is to Jesus. And so here he is in the Great Commission. Jesus is teaching disciples to obey Jesus. He's saying, hey, listen, as you're making disciples, I want you to be teaching these new disciples to obey the things that I've said, to obey my teachings. And so I come away from that going, if I'm not teaching someone to obey Jesus, if I'm not intentionally helping someone else obey Jesus, then I'm actually not living out the Great Commission the way Jesus has told me to. And so all of that just spun into some questions and going around and rolling around in my mind. And, and one of the questions was then, well, then what does it mean to be a disciple? And if I just solely go here on what Jesus says, make a disciple, baptize them, teaching them to obey, is discipleship as simple as someone obeying and living out the teachings of Jesus? Now, I'm not saying that that's simple to do. But there's so many definitions and descriptions of discipleship. I mean, there's so many books on it. And 
many of them are super helpful and have been super helpful for me in my journey of making disciples and being a disciple. But I just wonder, what does it look like to be a disciple? It just simply looks like someone who obeys Jesus and lives out his teachings. And so then what is discipleship? That was another question that was rolling around in my head. Well, it seems to be that at its core, it's helping other disciples obey Jesus and live out his teachings. So then that spun into another question. Well, then what is a disciple maker? Well, that's the person who's helping another disciple obey and live out the teachings of Jesus. And it's just like kind of this, this aha moment. Like, is it really that simple? Again, I'm not stating or saying that obedience is always simple or easy, but defining it or describing it, is it really that simple? To just say, yeah, discipleship or making a disciple is baptizing them and teaching them to obey. And God promises his presence as we do that. And so that led me to some other passages. So why obedience then, right? That's another question. So this is all happening in this moment, right? I've just read Jeremiah 35. Now the Spirit's taken me to Matthew chapter 28. And now I'm asking more questions, and now more scriptures are coming to my mind as I'm thinking on this. And and another classic statement of Jesus from John chapter 14, verse 15, Jesus says to his disciples, if you love me, obey my commandments. And he goes on, all who love me will do what I say. I mean, think about that. Jesus is saying, okay, go make a disciple, baptize them, and teach them to obey. And here he says, Because if you love me, you'll obey. You'll want to obey. All who love me, he says, they'll do what I say. And he says, my father will love them, and we will come and make our home with each of them. Anyone who doesn't love me will not obey me. And remember, my words are not my own. What I am telling you is from the father who sent me. I'm telling you these things now while I'm still with you, he says. But when the Father sends the Advocate as my representative, that is the Holy Spirit, he will teach you everything and will remind you of everything I have told you. So I'm thinking, okay, have all these questions. What's being a disciple? Is it as simple as someone who's just obeying and, and, and living out the teachings of Jesus? What is discipleship? It's, it's helping other disciples of Jesus obey and live out the teachings of Jesus. What is the disciple maker? It's someone who is coming alongside another disciple to help them obey and live out the teachings of Jesus. So then why is obedience so important? Well, Jesus just tells us, right? John chapter 14. So I'm thinking like, well, obedience is important because it's how we express our love to Jesus. And I know for most of us listening to this, this is not anything new that you're hearing. It's just, I just wonder if sometimes, at least for me, I'll speak for me, if I just I'm looking for some kind of secret sauce or whatever in this, what's it look like to be a disciple? How can I be this, or a curriculum or a program? And Jesus is, he tells us what it is. Just obey. Just obey. Because if you love me, that's what you're going to do. It's an expression of your love and gratitude to me for what I've done for you. And so for the disciple of Jesus, we don't obey to be accepted by Jesus or to earn his acceptance. No, we obey to express our love to him for already accepting us by what he did for us on the cross. You see, obedience really is our way of saying thank you to Jesus. It's our way of saying, we love you. I love you. 
So Jesus, if you love me, obey my commandments. So he's like, yeah, obey my teachings because as you're obeying me, you're also expressing love to me. And just think, well, you know, we think about all these different ways that when we express our love to Jesus, and, and a lot of times we think of that in the context of a church service or a, or a church gathering, a worship night or whatever it might be, and all those things are good and right. And I've been a part of those and love those. But sometimes I wonder if we just forget that one of the greatest expressions of love that you can give to King Jesus is your obedience to him, just your moment by moment, every day, obedience to him. And so why obedience? Because Jesus, that's how you express love to me. But why else? And I was thinking about this. So these are questions, I'm telling you. These are questions that were just coming to my mind. And then I've been pondering them, thinking on them over the past couple of weeks. I'm thinking, well, why else obedience? Well, Hebrews chapter 3, I, I, I was taken there. And I was like, oh, I, remember, I was remembering that passage in Hebrews chapter 3, verses 12 through through 18. And, and let me just read this, then I'll make a comment on, on the, to answer the question, why else obedience? Hebrews 3, 12 through 18, the Hebrews writer says, Be careful then, dear brothers and sisters. Make sure that your own hearts are not evil and unbelieving, turning you away from the living God. You must warn each other every day while it is still today, so that none of you will be deceived by sin and hardened against God. For if we are faithful to the end, trusting God just as firmly as when we first believed, we will share in all that belongs to Christ. Remember what it says, today when you hear his voice, don't harden your hearts as Israel did when they rebelled. And who was it who rebelled against God? Even though they heard his voice, wasn't it the people Moses led out of Egypt? And who made God angry for 40 years? Wasn't it the people who sinned, whose corpses lay in the wilderness? And to whom was God speaking when he took an oath that they would never enter his rest? Wasn't it the people who disobeyed him? And if you keep going there in Hebrews chapter 3, there you see some words are unbelieving, linked with disobedience. And maybe you've seen this before. I remember discovering that for the first time when I was reading through Hebrews and it says there at the very end, and to whom did he swear, God swore, that they would not enter his rest, but to those who were disobedient. And then verse 19, he says, so we see that they were unable to enter. Why? Because of their unbelief. One podcast I listened to that's hosted by Caesar Kalinowski is uh, the Everyday Disciple podcast. And, and he defines discipleship like this, helping someone move from unbelief to belief and I thought of that as I was reading Hebrews 3 again and just thinking about this whole idea of obedience-based discipleship. And I'm thinking about that. And I'm going, yeah, well, why else obedience? Not only is obedience a beautiful opportunity to express our love back to Jesus, but it's also the way we express our belief in Jesus. It's the fruit that comes from the seed of believing Jesus who he is and what he's done for us and what he says he's going to do. And that's what I think the Hebrews writer is saying is like their whole, what caused them to be disobedient in the wilderness was their unbelief. And so when we're not obeying Jesus at the core of our disobedience is an unbelief. And so I think when Jesus is teaching them to obey, he's like, yeah, teach them to obey all that I've commanded them because that's how they can express love to me. And that's how they express that they're believing me. And there's even more like, why else obedience? Well, the Apostle John in his epistles, 1 John chapter 5, he says, By this we know that we love the children of God, when we love God and keep his commandments. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments. And his commandments are not a burden, he says. 
And he goes on and, and he says, and we can be sure that we know him if we obey his commandments. If someone claims, I know God, but doesn't obey God's commandments, that person is a liar and is not living in the truth. But those who obey God's word truly show how completely they love him. That is how we know we are living in him. So when I read John's epistles and what he has to say about why obedience, it's as if he's saying, listen, obeying Jesus is an evidence that you're a follower of Jesus. It's the evidence that, yes, you are loving and believing Jesus. And so we go back now to that journey, right? Jeremiah 35, wow, obedience matters to God. Jesus in the Great, Com- in the Great Commission says, teaching them to obey all that I've commanded you. Why obedience? Why should, we, why should we disciple people to obey Jesus? Because it's the way that they express their love to Jesus. It's a way they express their belief in Jesus and who he is and what he's done for them on the cross and when he conquered death when he came back to life. We should encourage it because it's the evidence that shows that we're believing and loving Jesus, that we're a true disciple. And so as I began thinking about all this, I'm like, wow, this is like, this is simplifying disciple making for me. I began wondering, like, well, then why don't we talk about it more? Jesus talks about it. Jesus modeled it. He said, like, in in his teaching, he said, listen, I've come to do the will of my Father. There's nothing that I do that he hasn't told me to do. I, I, I say what the Father wants me to say. I do what the Father wants me to do. Paul said this in Philippians 2, that Jesus took on human likeness and became obedient, even obedient to death on a cross. So if you wonder, is this even possible? Absolutely. Jesus showed us by his life that obedience-based disciple-making is possible, that he lived this. And then he even teaches in that same passage in John 14, where he says, if you love me, you'll obey me. He tells us that he's sending the spirit to help us obey. He's sending us the spirit to help us obey. And Paul wrote this in in Romans chapter 8. I just want to read this, verse 13, Romans 8, 13. He says, if by the Spirit, by the Spirit, you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. He's saying that it's by the Spirit's help, by the Spirit. The Spirit's the one who does the work that moves us from unbelief to belief, from disobedience to obedience. And so even the Spirit of God, like Jesus gave us and sent us and sent to live in you, his own very Spirit for the purpose of obeying him. And so the purpose of obeying him is to express your love to him and your belief in him and that you're one of his and that you belong to him. And so I don't know if any of this is making sense, but I'm just saying that was the journey and that is the journey I've been on for the past couple weeks as I've been just really thinking more on this and dwelling on this, just this obedience-based disciple-making Because obedience matters, because it's an expression of love. It's an expression of our faith and belief in Jesus. And it's an evidence that we truly belong to Jesus. And so then it makes sense that Jesus would say, like, okay, go make a disciple, baptize them, and teach them to obey all that I've commanded. As I think about that, the next question that was coming to mind is, so so then what would that look like? What's the, okay, so I get this. What would, I get that obedience-based disciple making is something that we should be pursuing that I need to be pursuing more of. And I begin asking more questions. Like, what if the curriculum of discipleship, the curriculum for making a disciple, and even growing as a disciple, is just simply obeying the teachings of Jesus? Like, what if obedience to Jesus is the actual framework for making disciples of Jesus and living as one? 
And it sounds so simple, doesn't it? At least it sounds simple as I say it. And so if that's true, like, then, then what would that look like? And I began to write some things down as they were coming to my mind, and I'll share these things with you. If obedience is the framework for making disciples of Jesus and then living as one, then what would that look like? Well, then maybe it would look like discipleship conversations being more about asking one another where we're struggling to obey Jesus. Like just asking those questions. So, you know, like a question that, and I've, I've been kind of writing down different questions and, and even asking them to different guys that I'm in disciple-making relationships with. And like, what if we started asking people the question, what's an area in your life right now where you're just struggling to obey Jesus? And then just listen and have the person share. And I'll give you some examples of how that's played out for me over the past couple of weeks as God's been doing this in me. What would it look like if obedience was really at the core of disciple making? Maybe it would look like us asking those kinds of questions, right? Maybe it looks like elevating obeying Jesus in our relationships and church community, not out of obligation, but out of love for Jesus because of what he's done for us. I think it would look like us being in one another's lives more, truly sharing life together, having coffee, dinner, walks, whatever we can, and then having vulnerable, honest conversations to where we're really sharing with one another the areas where we're struggling to obey Jesus, where we're struggling to express our love to him through our obedience. And you can't get that by just showing up and sitting in a house church meeting for an hour or Sunday service for an hour and then leaving. It's really going to, if we're, if obedience is going to be the, the priority of our disciple making, it's going to take being in each other's lives and being honest and vulnerable with one another. It's going to look like walking alongside people. It's going to like being willing to be patient as it takes time for seeds of obedience to grow right, and to mature to a point to where they're producing obedience and then reproducing obedience. And so I think it would look like those things. Like, what would it look like if obedience was the framework for making a disciple of Jesus? It's going to look like us talking about it. And it's going to look like us being honest with one another and vulnerable with one another. And it's going to look like us walking alongside one another to help each other obey Jesus. And so... What's rolling around in your head as I'm sharing this? Um, I hope it's helpful. There's been so many thoughts flooding my mind with some of this that it's some. I feel like I'm rambling in some ways, but I, I hope this is helpful. And as I said, is this even possible? Absolutely, because Jesus lived it. And then he expected his disciples to live it. And then he told us to go do it, right? He says, go do this. This is what I want you to do. Make a disciple, baptize them, teach them to obey all that I've commanded you. And then we've talked about Hebrews. We talked about John writing about obedience and Paul writing about obedience. It's why God gave us his spirit so that we could obey. So obedience matters. It matters. And let me give you some examples. So, so since this has all been kind of like playing out for me in my heart and in my head, really shifting the focus of my disciple-making conversations toward obedience to Jesus, I've, in my mind, I'm like, well, you know what? When I have lunch with someone or coffee with a guy, I'm, I'm just going to ask that question. 
I'm going to ask several questions and then just see what happens. And so I've done that. So I'm, I had a coffee with a, a young man. He's in his 20s, college student. And I asked him the question. He was kind of my first one. I said, so let me ask you a question. What's an area in your life right now where, where you're struggling to obey Jesus? And he thought about it maybe just five, six seconds. It wasn't long. It's as if he knew. It's as if the Spirit was already convicting him of something in his heart. And he said, you know what? The thing that I've really been convicted about lately is just not taking opportunities to share my faith with people. And then I asked the next question, so why is that an obedience issue for you? Like, what is, what is it about Jesus, about what a teaching he's given or something he's taught in his word or said or who he is, a promise he's given, that's making that an obedience issue for you? And so he, he began to share a little bit more about that. Like, here's why it's an obedience issue, because I just, I know God expects me and wants me and has given me the mission of sharing my faith with people. I know that. His word tells me that but I'm just not doing it. And then that kind of, we talked a lot about that, like why that's an obedience issue for him. And then, you know, we talked, the next question that I kind of just probed out there for him was, so what, what does obedience in that area look like then for you? And that began to get more practical. Like, well, it, it would look like just, I mean, when there's an opportunity, just either listening to someone, we talked about what an opportunity to share Jesus, what that can look like. It might just look like listening to someone. It might, um, that sharing their story. It might look like just praying with someone that needs Jesus and as they're sharing a difficult time that they're experiencing. All these different things. And so now it went from the, here's an area I'm struggling to obey. Here's why I'm not obeying. But here's some ways that I can start obeying. Here's what it can look like. And then the last question that I've been asking is this. So how can I walk alongside you in your desire to love and obey Jesus in this area? What's something that I can do to come alongside you to help you obey Jesus? And that's been a great question because I think, and these are questions I really believe the Lord has given me and Spirit's given me as he's been working on me with all of this. I'm also responsible to help this person obey, right? Jesus says, teaching them to obey. Like it's my responsibility as a disciple to teach someone to obey. I need to come alongside that person and help them obey. So that last question is, so what's something that I can do? How can I walk alongside you in your desire to love and obey Jesus in this area? And, you know, he was like, you know what? It'd be great if you just every several days or so just sent me a text and said, hey, how's it going? Any opportunities lately to share your faith with people? And so then what I did is I put in my phone a reminder. And I've, I've got a reminder in my phone now every week to just send this guy a text. I don't know if those questions are helpful. So let me go back over them. And, and I want to just throw it out to you. Maybe in your conversations with people, maybe at the dinner table with your spouse, right? Or if you have older kids, just ask them that question. Just see where it leads. See how the spirit leads. But here's the four questions. And let me just throw them out to you. And hopefully this is a tool that will help you um, in your disciple making, but also I would say use this as a tool in your own life as a disciple of Jesus. Ask these questions to yourself. And the first one is, what's one area in my life right now where I'm really struggling to obey Jesus? And I believe the Spirit will bring something to mind. Or you, 
ask it to someone else. What's one area in your, in your life right now where you're struggling to obey Jesus? And then the second question is, why is this an obedience issue for me? Why is this an, obe- an obedience issue for you? Is there something, or what is it about Jesus, about something he's taught or said that I'm not believing that's making this an obedience issue for me or for you? And I would even say at that time, in that moment, for many of us, we need to just pause. We need to repent of our disobedience. We need to repent and confess that sin to the Lord and ask that his spirit would come in and help us walk in obedience, that we'd be led by the spirit in that area. The third question is, and what might a step of obedience in this area look like for me or for you? So what's just one step I can take toward obeying Jesus in this area? And then the final question to ask and discuss is, how can I, and this would be in the context of a, of a conversation with someone else, like, how can I walk alongside you in your desire to love and obey Jesus in this area? And you listen, and then whatever they say, you put it on yourself to follow through. And if you're asking that question personally, it might be like, who? Who do I need to reach out to? to walk alongside me, to help me love and obey Jesus in this area. So there you go. That's what's been rolling around in my head for the past couple weeks and in my heart. A simplicity to disciple making, a simplicity to being a disciple, all wrapped up in a four-letter word Jesus said, the word obey. The word obey. What if... Obedience to Jesus is the framework for making a disciple of Jesus and living as one. As you've heard me ramble in this episode, what's coming to the surface for you? Maybe this has gotten personal for you in your own obedience to Jesus, or maybe you're like, whoa, this is a tool that I want to start using. It's really, I think this could really be helpful for me and helpful for our church community, helpful for our microchurch, our house church, just for our family, for my relationships with my kids, for my relationships with people that I'm in and that I share life with. I don't know what what what's coming to your mind and to your heart as you've heard me ramble and share these things today. And I hope that it's been helpful. I really do. I really do. And I just want to kind of wrap up this episode with just the words of Jesus. um, Where he says, if you love me, obey me. If you love me, obey me. Obey me. And let me challenge you to take these questions and begin to ask them and answer them for yourself as a disciple. And then I want to challenge you also to begin sharing them and asking them and using them in your own disciple-making conversations. Because Jesus said, go make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey all that I've commanded you. And he said, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Thanks so much for listening and joining us in the living room today. If you found today's conversation helpful, pass it along. You can find episodes of our Living Room Podcast conversations at living-church.com or anywhere you find podcasts that matter. Until we meet again here in the Living Room, make much of Christ, make disciples living the mission of Christ, and multiply churches for the glory of Christ.